back, Young Earthlings. My name is Conrad, alongside my friend Fox. Welcome to the latest in our series of Space Spinner 2000 Collected Episodes. Our goal with these is to collect our coverage of top 2080 thrills and storylines in one place, so you can easily listen to them in one go. They're a great accompaniment to reading the 2080 collections that Rebellion publishes, or just to hear us talk about, you know, just the good stuff, without being interrupted by all that other stuff. Yeah, who wants to listen to that other amazing garbage that we talk about? I mean, you know... You can just listen to this, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's like the collections themselves where, like, you know, you buy the Shaco collection. It just, you know, it doesn't have the nerve centers. It doesn't have Conrad and Fox making weird jokes that nobody else gets because they're very Conrad and Fox specific. or yeah. the mind of Wolfie Smith. It doesn't have, like pictures drawn by children from like 1970 to 1980 approximately when that's we the, record this that's the saddest thing you're missing anyhow this week <laughs> we're getting we're getting it going with shackle oh the bear that was unstoppable shackle is like the seventh thrill ever in 2080 it's the first replacement thrill coming in after flesh book one ends in prog 19 and so it starts in Prague 20. It's uh, it's collected in both digital and paperback versions by Rebellion, titled either as Just Shacko or like on the 2080 uh, web shop, it says uh, Shacko colon, it amused Shacko to see the human squirm, <laughs> which I think is pretty good. Um, wow. Yeah. The script writer, the script robots for Shacko were John Wagner and Pat Mills. The art robots include Space Spinner, Favorite Roman Sola, as well as uh, Juan Arancio, Daddario, and Lopez Vera. The lettering robots include Jack Potter, Tony Jacob, Peter Knight, and John Aldrich. And man, listen, I love Shacko. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the story. It's about a murderous polar bear that defeats everything it comes across. And like so many of my top thrills, it's just got shocking levels of violence, pretty graphically <laughs> rendered in black and white. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, like... When uh, when Conrad and I were first kind of really the show was first starting out and you know uh, for us it was kind of around the holidays sort of yeah like we sort uh, of started in October and then kind of moved into December and stuff you know as as yeah, months go one of the nicest things that Conrad's done for me is he got me uh, a flesh book mm-hmm. and Conrad himself has. <laughs> the Shaco collection yeah Fox got me the Shaco collection for um. <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas. That's what you do, man. Shaco's amazing. And it was definitely one of the ones we were really talking about at that time was when we were working on the early parts of the show. Um, it's, the, it's kind of a touchstone, yeah. uh, having gone back and listened to our older episodes. Definitely. Yeah, you, you, you get a sense of the violence in Shaco just from the cover of the book, which you see just Shaco ripping a dude in half and like his blood and guts sort of flying everywhere, and gives you a sense of what this would have been like in color, which is redonkulous. Um, it would have... It was it, the most violent one at the time. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that like this thing is in just all these progs and no one talks about it like like you know sensors or something especially because this is like you know early days like er like first couple weeks of 2000 ad when this thing's seriously being read by like eight-year-olds you know (laughs) little little kids seeing shako grind dudes heads off and you know so shako's grinding my skull (laughs) it's a total favorite of Fox and I. Um, although, unfortunately, through the years, I think it kind of becomes a punchline in 2000 AD, oh. which is a bummer. 
But so, Fox, here we go with Shacko. What do you suggest folks look for as we go, as we hear the story of the only bear wanted by the CIA? So, unlike uh, our previous few that we've done of these, I'm actually going to focus on our audio uh, for a <laughs> moment and just say this is, I don't. Uh, this is so weird to say. So Conrad mm-hmm. is on his game quite often in terms of like funny. He's got good puns off the cuff. He's got a lot of wit. Um, if you want a sample of how hilarious Conrad can be, like on a tirade, you've come to the right collection. This is possibly like I I don't like to laugh at our own shit. I mean I do. Don't get me wrong, but like to kind of point it out as some kind of uh, you know genius but what what i listened to was hilarious i hope you guys enjoy it so that's that's what i would say is kind of my first one the second oh thanks buddy um, by the way <laughs> yeah yeah man like it it was uh i laughed so often and i kind of don't want to give away why in fact i, I feel like i won't you okay. guys are gonna have yeah. to listen to it yeah because like uh we we get into some discussions about people's allegiance to the human race absolutely let's put it that yeah way. no let's let's let it stand on its own let's get to shacko dude yeah. oh watch out bear attack dude uh <laughs> there's stuff how he kills people or yeah. or and in general like those situations themselves are amazing um but yeah those are the two things i'd, I'd keep an eye out for yeah absolutely what about you come no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I definitely agree. I want to get to these episodes because that's what people are here for. They're here for Shacko biting dudes' heads off, killing walruses. Let's go! Episode 5. Progs 19 to 23. July 1977. Thrill 3. Shacko! This is, uh, you, you prepared me somewhat for this. But it is so awesome. No one can be prepared for Shacko. <laughs> It's a new thrill. We'll join a CIA controller, Jake K. Falmouth, a.k.a. Falmouth, and half-Eskimo nature expert, Buck Dollar, as they track the most murderous polar bear ever, Shacko. Shacko will eat your face. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty true. He eats a lot of faces. All the, uh, all the thrills in Prague 19 end with like these little jingo- jingles or commercials for Shacko in the next, in the next Prague. It's like, look out for a new serial, Shacko. So ne- next week, a new story begins in the tradition of flesh. We present Shacko. Oh. Then uh, Fox's favorite, I know, uh, Shacko's fur is white as snow and all his victims die real slow, which is false. <laughs> That's a false statement. They die real fast. <laughs> They're pretty dead pretty quickly. I mean, if he's not biting off your head, he's tearing off your face. It's true. Uh, Why is Shacko the world's most wanted monster? Find out next Prague. Uh, Mach 1 returns next week with more hyperpower, but Shacko arrives with kill power. (laughs) And uh, Shacko makes King Kong look like a pet pet chimp. Don't miss it. (laughs) That's uh, that's pretty accurate, though. So, okay, so here's the scene, Fox. Uh, a CIA a CIA jet crashes in the Arctic, and on its wing is a very important capsule. <laughs> Smart place to put it, of course. Yeah, or it, it just gets knocked off the wing, and who should come to investigate it but a polar bear named Shacko, who thinks it might be food, so he swallows it. <laughs> he then approaches the downed plane. The plane's like... 
the, the three guys in the plane are like, oh my gosh, that bear ate the caps, what do we do? And uh, Falmouth is like, well, kill the bear then, jeez. So the pilot tries to shoot Shacko in the head, but like just grazes off of it. And then Shacko walks up to this guy and just claws his face off. Yep. Another guy shows up and is about to shoot Shacko, but Shacko eats his head whole. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. And then a third, a third guy who's injured um, tries to be friends with Shacko, and Shacko just completely bites his shoulder off. Yep, your blood is tasty. <laughs> and that's like, okay. Falmouth is like, we gotta send some guys out there to kill this bear <laughs> and get this, uh, get this capsule. And so they like drive out as Shacko is like wandering the Arctic, killing seals and stuff. Throwing them into the air just to see how they like fly through it before murdering them. <laughs> exactly. They try to. They the uh, the guys in this uh, snowcat try to shoot Shacko, but Shacko runs off and leads them to the thin part of the ice, which cracks under their weight, and everybody inside falls like falls through the ice to their death, death, deaths underwater. And which, again, I really feel like you should know better as people who clearly drive in the Arctic where the thin ice is. Don't nah. do that. They're, they were too busy cackling as they shot at Shacko, man. They were hoisted on their ho- own petard. Or hoisted, I forget. Anyhow, the hunt is on for Shacko. <laughs> this was, Next. Uh, oh, please, keep going. Oh, no, go, you, you go, please, go ahead. I just, man, this whole series, it's a lot of this bear murdering a lot of people. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, yeah. seven Next. people so far? Um, yeah. He's just killed, pretty much. Definitely. Definitely in the first comic, he kills, like, at least five people. <laughs> it's ridiculous. In, uh, in the next comic, Shacko just fights a walrus for fun. And then, um... <laughs> there's... Which is apparently a real thing polar bears do, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of, like... It seems like there was a lot of polar bear research that went into this comic, just because they seem to like to give you a lot of polar bear facts, sort of, as things go on, you know? Yeah. Like the playing with the with the wall or playing with the seal for playing with his food and stuff, and also like covering up his nose so that the it just he, he is camouflaged in the snow, which is the thing he does. Mm-hmm. It's very like I've read a book about polar bears, and now I'm going to in- incorporate that into this comic. <laughs> I mean, it definitely doesn't feel. I mean, it it is you know, hey, learn about polar bears, whatever. But there's a lot of murder there too. So I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it to some kid that likes polar bears as an educational book. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I'm saying that. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so Shacko fights a walrus, and then he he, uh, he gets nabbed by a fishing boat that Falmouth and Do- with Falmouth and Dollar aboard. But the crane to hoist Shacko onto the boat is like not secured properly. So Shacko ends up like capsizing the boat. And- Pretty great. Like drinking the uh, the ship the drunken ship captain's liquor, and then Shacko gets drunk and sort of sloppily eats the uh, the <laughs> sea captain. Dude, it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Afterward, after that, Shacko eats a few a few hunters that are after him. Now there's like a big bounty on Shacko's head, which you know so far has worked real well. I mean, you know. You want that 500 smackers, you gotta kill that bear, but you aren't ready for the bear to come up behind you and just swallow your head whole. <laughs> but Pretty much, in the, yeah. In the end, though, um, uh, what's his name? Buck Dollar. Yeah, Buck Dollar manages to tranquil or 
manages to, to hit Shaco with a tranquilizer dart, and Shaco goes down. We also learn that the inside the capsule is a killer um, virus that whoever controls yeah. will rule the world because the virus is so powerful. Which, you know, maybe carry it inside the plane next time is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But Shaco is tranquilized and uh, Dollar takes it to like a clinic to get the, the capsule removed surgically without having to kill Shaco. Because Dollar keeps trying to like keep Shaco alive and be like, oh, he's a majestic animal and we shouldn't kill it. But like Shaco's killed for real like, like <laughs> eight people at this point. It's a lot. Like, Not to that's mention, a, like, a couple of doctors and staff. Yeah, well, because then he wakes up on the operating table, and he kills, like, five people in the hospital, in, <laughs> in, in the clinic where they're, they're operating on him. And an arm. Yeah, and then the culmination is that he ends up uh, uh, biting off Falmouth's right arm. As Falmouth says, he's taken my gun arm, my killing arm, I'm half a man now! <laughs> just my favorite. Which is my favorite thing. I'm only half a man because <laughs> I can't shoot a gun with my gun hand. Exactly. Yeah. So, but like, if a polar bear killed one dude, people would try to like the the Forest Service would try to kill it. You know? Yeah. Like, let alone the now at least like eleven dudes that he's killed at the end of these procs. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It's really a really, really great thrill. I especially liked it when, uh, uh, very heavy quotation marks, Buck Dollar uses his Eskimo magic. <laughs> yeah, when he stares down Shaco, and there's just like this big panel that's just his eyes and the bear eyes flashing back and forth. <laughs> and the bear blinks first. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, you know, it's, it's ham as hell, but... This was a damn fine proc. It's good, Thrilling. man. Thrilling. Yeah, Shaco is pretty awesome, and he will destroy you. Like breaking through the ice. <laughs> like below you so that he can kill you. Yeah, he'll do it indirectly or directly. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Episode 7. Progs 24 to 27. August 1977. Thrill 3. Shaco. Oh, man. Yeah, in... In real life, I'm terrified of bear attacks, but I love them in print format. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Also, oh. very differing art that I love some of these like open panels. Anyway. Shaco's so crazy. It really is. So we start with uh, Shaco sort of murdering a bunch of seals and hanging out <laughs> with his mate and their cubs as Falmouth orders troops to take out Shaco. A bunch of paired a bunch of paratroopers fly in and kill Shaco's mate and cubs. No! It's messed up, man. Yeah. Shaco quickly gets revenge, though. Grinding one guy's skull and ripping the clothes off another, then burying them in a hole in the snow to freeze to death. Hey, man. Gotta have snacks for later, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so... Okay, so... Fox... Yes. <laughs> you're you're familiar with um like revenge movies, right? Like like Death Wish and stuff? Yeah. So my feeling is that this is the start of Shaco's revenge arc, like in Death Wish. Because in Death Wish it's oh. always like the the um the criminals kill like Charles Bronson's like 
wife or daughter or mm. whatever. And then that means that he snaps. There's no going back. And because the bad guys have done such an evil thing to kill, like, his wife and family, now his revenge and anything he does in the service of that revenge is completely justified. That's actually pretty and that's, accurate. Yeah, and that's this Death moment Wish for Shaco. What? If Death Wish ate people. Well, obviously... <laughs> Shaco can't manipulate a, uh, a, a 44 caliber magnum pistol that shoots elephant gun bullets or whatever but <laughs> that he got from mail order. But, but he can mash a dude's skull. But definitely, as we enter the second, as we enter Prague 25, we definitely see Shaco about to assault and kill everybody inside of a uh, Arctic base. And it's fine that he kills, and, you know, up until this point, pretty much every human Shaco has killed has at least tangentially been trying to kill him. They've been, mm. like, hunters or ship captains that have tried to winch him out of the water or whatever. Uh, space, uh, uh, plane, guys who are on planes carry canisters full of deadly viruses <laughs> that shot him at least once, you know? Everybody, I mean... Everybody's done something, even if it's something small, to provoke Shacko, right? But now that his mate and his cubs have been killed, he's out for revenge, and those rules are out the window. Now he can just dis- now he can just dispense bear-like justice <laughs> on human uh, beings. Yeah, but the, cr- the crime is being a human. I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that in terms of the narrative. <laughs> he's just, he, the narrative has justified his actions by pushing him beyond the edge. You know what I mean? You're, from now on, everything makes sense to... Sh- from the narrative standpoint, yeah. everything... Shaco's <laughs> Sh- 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 okay to start just going after humans. And most of them are pretty not great. But, like, a lot of the recent kills are going to be pretty, like, <laughs> oh, we're just people. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, okay, so, like, listen, you, you called me a traitor because I found the justification for Shacko's attempts. I'm fine with Shacko. Shacko's a bear. His family was killed. That's how it goes. The it's traitor, true. the traitor's the kid that helps him, and we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. Because that's, because that kid has no motivation. <laughs> Other than just to sow entropy. So Shacko invades uh, Ice Station Delta, which is where Falmouth is, you know, Falmouth, the head CIA guy who Shack, who was, whose arm was eaten by Shacko last, um, it, or last episode. Mm-hmm. Shacko eats Deputy Chester in his, in his snow buggy outside of town, then goes into town <laughs> and claws and eats the Ice Station sheriff and his wife while they take a sexy shower. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, uh, okay, so then... <laughs> I Yeah. Uh, so he, Okay, so here we go. Shacko is eating the ice station's food stores when an Eskimo kid named Unk finds him. The kid befriends the monster that's killed at least three people, he, three people that he knows in the last hour or so. And Unk hides Shacko inside the closet in his schoolhouse. So here's where the here's where part of Shaco's superpowers come into play, where we've seen Shaco basically be like ten or fifteen feet tall, like when he when he grinds the one hunter's skull, like that hunter 
lifted up in the air. Shacko stands on two legs and he bites this guy's head off. Like his legs barely come down to, like, to, to Shacko's waist. But Shacko's also small enough to fit inside like this back room of a, uh, of a schoolhouse. It's... <laughs> he can drink. I mean, oh, kind of, you know, his size is variable. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, he does hide under an American flag. Yeah, Unk also hides Shacko under the Ameri- under an American flag in the school cupboard. So after all this, <laughs> Shacko eats Unk's teacher, eats her up, <laughs> kills her dead. <laughs> and while the kid, and while the teacher does, you know, use corporal punishment and like sends Unk to the cupboard because she's going to spank him or whatever, which is not cool. No. I don't think it's so uncool that it deserves being clawed and eaten to death by a bear. You know, you said every murder was okay at this point. <laughs> I'm saying that while... Narratively. I'm saying that while Shacko is justified in his murder, <laughs> corporal punishment does not does, does not excuse Unk... <laughs> Hiding this bear in the cup in, in a, a well-used cupboard inside this school, where the teacher's sure to find him and then eat the teacher. Unk set that up. Unk's a murderer. Fact. <laughs> he uses a bear as his weapon by setting up an elaborate saw-like scheme where his hated teacher would be eaten by a bear. He's not it's to be trusted. Irony, maybe. If you see this kid Unk on the street in Ice Station Delta now. He's been on the loose for 40 years. Consider him bared and dangerous. <laughs> he took the right to bear arms a much different way than most of us do. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Falmouth tries to escape from the hospital so he can fight Shacko. Oh, God, but, this was great. But uh, this, this one nurse uh, tries to stop him. <laughs> And she punches, and uh, Falmouth slaps her, and then she uh, uh, punches him right in the face and kicks him in the stomach slash crotch. It's hard to tell. That's definitely the crotch zone. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. I guess they... What's that? It looks like she's sidekicking him. Anyway. Whatever. The, after this, the next night, Shacko invades the base hospital. He kills a handsome doctor and pushes an old man in a wheelchair out a window. Yeah. The same nurse that uh, kicked Falmouth tries to kill Shacko with the paddles from an electroshock machine. But the paddles get unplugged at the last minute, and instead, Shacko claws her to death over the course of five pounds. It's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. He throws her across the room. It's terrible, man. And sticks his arm through her body. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So anyhow, that's Shacko, man. Shacko's killed a lot of people and receiving help from human traitors, so. <laughs> Listen, there's the, I, there's a lot of crazy bear action. <laughs> I I still think it's it's a couple of things, right? Like, it's either that, uh, and I do not believe this myself, but all Eskimos secretly want to kill everyone with bears. Because <laughs> already Buck Dollar, half Eskimo... Mm-hmm. Full Eskimo, kind of keeping this bear alive. I mean, they're bear hipsters. They appreciate bears at a level that you and I don't, or that non-Eskimos <laughs> don't. I guess. I like. 
I, on the other hand, you know, Unk's a murderer. Like they're able, they're able to see the majestic and noble nature of these bears, while I just see the fact that they've got like the the pieces of like seven different dudes caught in their teeth in their teeth. Yeah. Claws. Or picking up uh, a teacher and just biting into her neck and face. You know, it's like that. It's like that scene in a uh, in a uh, grizzly man. You know, <laughs> where where, where Werner Herzog's just like, I look at their face and I just see emptiness and hunger. You know. <laughs> Like, you gotta be careful about these bears, man. They'll eat you. And especially Shacko, who is not a theoretic... Like, okay, I was talking to you about, about this before, but basically, there's a movie where Unk's a good kid, and he's got a pet bear, and there's mean teachers, and he's got a... And he's got a or mean adults, and he's got to save the bear from the mean adults, because the bear's just minding his own business, and he's, Unk, and he's Unk's friend, and... You know, it's a cool, it's a nice story about a boy and his bear. <laughs> right? Yep. So the thing that the grown-ups in that movie would be afraid of is that the bear would go nuts and, like, eat a teacher, <laughs> eat the local law enforcement officers, uh, eat a fair amount of this remote Arctic base's medical staff, for instance. <laughs> um, and so, you know, in the Disney movie... Like, those things seem unjustified because the bear is kind of sweet and cute and whatever. <laughs> In Shacko, <laughs> he's getting that, the taste for human flesh. In Shacko, he's had the taste of human flesh for the last seven episodes. <laughs> the last seven frogs. <laughs> like, he loves human flesh. They he's here. specific mention in these progs. He he's showed like, up at the ice base for human flesh. He's at the store looking for to buy some humans to eat for dinner tonight. So that's why Unk's actions change from cute kid actions to you betray the human race for your beloved ursine gods sort of situation. Blood calls. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, probably... I, that's my, I've got nothing I can say to that. That's my statement on, on, on Unk and human bear relations. I'm, I'm very hardline about this. Let's go on to the next thing. Oh, uh, before we oh, leave please. this, two words. Uh, you're going to really hate me. Death allegory. Oh, you think uh, Shacko is another stand-in for uh, life and death for people? Oh, yeah. Or something? And on top of that, uh, I think each one of these... Progs might have like I don't know I'm I'm still sussing it out anyway mm -hmm. this is I think it's a I think it's it's pretty clearly a metaphor for um how despite man's just despite how man thinks they have mastery over the earth in the end nature all nature and entropy always wins with Shacko being the force of entropy <laughs> the ultimate force of entropy <laughs> he stuffed a guy down the hole and buried that, that, a, that a bear grinding your skull to dust with its giant jaws <laughs> or sorry no he strips a man naked and then buries him in a hole and yeah like well and this is that same comic so he crunches the dude's head <laughs> and mm -hmm. then he strips him naked yeah that's the mission that's the uh that's the thesis for this whole comic bears are and awesome he, when yeah and, and yeah let's let's i don't want to talk about shackle <laughs> episode eight progs 28 to 31
September 1977. Thrill 3, Shaco. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, we start podcast. out... Oh yeah, I'm doing my best, buddy. I'm podcasting <laughs> the hell out of this thing. <laughs> so we start with Shaco being in trouble, right? He's, he's cornered in the hospital from last issue, and a bunch of guys have, like sharpened spear sharpened poles or something like that they're jabbing him to shako and being like somebody get a gun and finish this bear off until uh known traitor to the human race unk <laughs> uh breaks a window in the hospital which allows shako to escape after you know uh Sh- shako blinded by the by blood in his face man almost kills unk and unk sort of remarks that the Americans have turned Shaco into a killing machine, which is false, based on what we've seen, at least. Yes, thank you. He started out a killing machine. You can't blame Americans for that. No, he just wants to kill people because they've been consistently more annoying than most food. <laughs> Anyhow, still injured, Shaco comes upon an oil pipeline with two humans on it that sort of taunts him. <laughs> they throw snowballs in his face. Mm-hmm. Shaco kills them both by first by piling snow up on the bottom of the pipeline to oh, climb onto it. Then he claws one to death and chases down another, burying them inside the other end of the pipeline, just filling it with snow for him to presumably freeze to death. I that gave I had to stop after that because I have like an intense fear of like tight spaces mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, that was that was a little intense. It's like, oh, it's too it's too packed. I can't escape. Shaco will exploit your fears and then eat your insides. <laughs> the next prog starts with um, some nature falsehoods, but something that you would probably learn that that a falsehood that that you would probably learn while learning a bunch of fit of bare facts, which is Shaco sitting at the bottom of the hill as lemmings jump off the side of the hill straight into, Shaco, into, into Shaco's mouth. <laughs> but it's Lem- pretty funny. Lemmings don't actually do this, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's just eating a lot of lemmings. He's then beset by a uh, Buck Dollar and uh, Falmouth, and they have a team of anti-bear attack dogs, <laughs> which is you know impressive. Yeah, they sort of beat Shacko up, and Shacko is in a lot of pain. He's about to Falmouth is about to take the kill shot when from a distance. A bunch of dogs are killed. Of oh, the dogs are, st- are killed instead. Oh dang! It's the Russians. <laughs> yeah, the, because uh, because now it's time for a cold war in the cold Antarctic. war in the cold north. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, so Shaco's captured and taken aboard a Russian whaling ship, which is also the base of operations for Russian secret agents, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh Shaco- wait, his name was horrible. Nikolai Bosnovic Danovic. <laughs> what? Anyway. But so Shako's put in a cage because they don't really know why they're actually supposed to get Shako or whatever. <laughs> they, they just know they're supposed to get him. So. Oh, right. The Russians taunt Shako inside the cage because they're idiots because Shako's a gigantic bear. But they still taunt him. As the kill order comes down, Shako gets loose on the boat and starts to under-siege his way around the ship. Uh, he's doing it a light service here. Um, a Russian man punched the bear in the face, then decided to unlock the gate, and then try to fist fight the bear. <laughs> it's These Russians, they're, they're bad. <laughs> 
So Shaco's loose in this whaling ship. Uh, he eats a lot of blubber from inside, like the whaling ship <laughs> thing, and they knocks a dude into the blubber rendering vats, which like kills him instantly, which is pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, eventually, though, the Russians actually shoot Shaco like in the head, and but don't kill him. A guy walks up for the killing shot when suddenly a bunch of American helicopters show up, and uh, they're like, "Hey, Shaco's an American bear. Only us Americans could kill him." <laughs> and they, uh, they tie Shaco to one of the helicopters and fly off. But then those no-good Russians shoot the helicopter down with an explosive harpoon. The helicopter crashes into the water along with Shaco. And now Shaco's being dragged to the bottom of the ocean by the helicopter wreckage. No, <laughs> Shaco! I'm, I have a feeling he'll be pretty all right. <laughs> Yeah, that Shaco's like a a, a, a a natural hero. He can't die that way. Well, so I mean, he uh, he got beat up a lot these last few progs. He got yeah, stabbed man. a bunch, bit a bunch, got shot in the face, got punched yeah, in the face. Shaco's definitely shown the worst for wear um, in these most recent progs. Yeah, he's. His, uh, I think we're in our act two for Shaco before yeah, he makes a gruesome comeback. <laughs> Yeah, his, his fall um, from grace into the ocean. <laughs> his native invisibility is not firing on all, on all cylinders. It seems like. <laughs> Which is I, I tough. mean, you know, again, this is so this is such a great read. I'm so glad that this is what replaced Flesh. <laughs> it's just more crazy, um, man. You know, bear bites man action. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do kind of question, like the Russian guy who decided to punch like a bear i guess they would like the excuse was he was drinking yeah that was just that was awful like why would you do that like, <laughs> you don't want to you don't want a fair fight with a bear man like, <laughs> like he you take any advantage you can get the bears like it's like shaco was standing up and he was like 15 feet tall i swear to god oh god yeah because this dude's like six something and he came up to like shaco's waist like, what's your plan? You don't have a plan to fight oh, no. this bear. His plan was to punch him right in the fish basket and then to throw him. <laughs> That's a terrible plan. Keep that thing in the cage and you bear bait it. That's why we have bear baiting. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the exact ways of killing a bear, but I know punching it. I know punching a bear that's covered in blood and with a breath that smells like a small town. <laughs> like the inhabitants of a small town is not a good plan. You know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> I go, Ugh, you got small town breath, man. I can smell the sheriff and his wife and oh, the, both the local school teacher and hospital nurse on your breath. He's eaten so many people. <laughs> and that's not even counting the small animals and Falmouth's arm. It's so much. This is a murder machine. He's just so hungry. <laughs> and I, I, like, I know we're not talking about something deeper right now, but... Uh, okay, so let's let's be realistic here. Russians showed up in the Arctic to have a cold war with the Americans over a polar bear. That's a murder is... of both of them. It's an amazing series, dude. World War Three is now broken out over this bear. Like there are Russians and Americans trading shots directly, destroying each other's helicopters and all this stuff. Like the Russians just killed like four Americans on U.S. soil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. Like, the world's going to end over this bear right now. 
And like that's what's amazing. All the while, he's just murdering all things, and they can't kill him. Mm-hmm. No one can do it. The closest were the Russians. I'm guessing that they're the only ones who've got like some kind of passive to murdering bears. <laughs> they've they've mastered it over the years, I guess. <laughs> just like Americans with bald eagles or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I like. I don't know. <clears throat> I uh, I feel like it's definitely getting more gruesome. They're getting more detailed with his murders, and he's got a lot more blood trails. Mm-hmm. Ah, Jed, it's just really good. He maims a dude just so he doesn't run away. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's what the oil pipeline thing. Like, the two guys run in opposite directions. Yeah, you can't get us both. And Shaco's like, I bet I can. And <laughs> maims one and then chases after the other and traps him in the ice thing in the, uh, in the uh, pipeline. It's... I don't... I don't know. I don't know what my top. Well, no. I guess my top murder would be uh, would be when he kills the dude in a fist fight. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, no, for me, it's when he tosses the guy in the blubber rendering thing. Oh that's my ridiculous. god! And just instantly murders him in a vat of blood. Because that's just an indirect one, you know. Like that's that's kind of points for um, for creativity, you know. Episode nine, two thousand AD, annual nineteen seventy eight, September nineteen seventy seven. Thrill 15, White Fury. Oh, yes. Guys, this is a Shaco prequel, and so good. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is why he is king of all bears. So, Shaco the cub hanging out with his polar bear mama. A bunch of jerk humans uh, riding through the ice in one of those big icebreaker ships. They're bored and hanging out on the side of the boat. And they're like, hey, there's a polar bear. Let's shoot it. And they do, and they kill Shacko's mama. Some bullcrap. The captain of the ship is like, you guys are jerks, which is true. <laughs> and says, yeah, give and, them s- more. and says, hey, like, if you, you just kill the mama bear, you leave the cub behind, that cub's just going to die of starvation because you guys are asses. So go out there and kill the cub, too. A mercy murder, I guess. This is proves to be a bad move as <laughs> as these two guys with guns try to kill Shacko. Shacko bites one of them on the ankle, and that causes the uh, guy trying to shoot Shacko to instead shoot his buddy and kill him. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a this is a bear cub, no taller than the man's knee, who basically just kung fu'd one human into shooting another one, shooting and killing another one. And then successfully hid in the snow like a brilliant polar bear would. Yeah. He, so so Shaco Cub runs off. He's just sort of a bear cub right now. He uh, goes along the water and tries to take out a seal. There's some seals and eat them, but the seals are too quick for him. The cub falls into the freezing water where he's accosted by a pod of killer whales. Bastards. Shaco turns to fight one raking its eyes with his claws and then escaping onto an ice floe. The orca gives chase. And this polar bear totally kills this killer whale out on, <laughs> uh, after the whale beaches himself. Shack, um, some Eskimos sort of look on on this and are like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, an Eskimo and the guy who's... Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's true. But so the Eskimo now named Shacko a Shacko because a bear killing a killer whale is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> like, fuck, man, that bear's the most metal bear. Yeah, and it becomes even more metal when <laughs> the guy from the boat tries to shoot Shacko, misses, and then Shacko comes up and kills them both. Yep. 
I'm going to rend your flesh from your bones. He attacks one. Um, he, he attacks the uh, guy from the boat and uh, claws his eyes out. And then while that guy's wandering around, like, I can't see. My eyes have been clawed out. Shaco just straight up, like, rips the, rips the throat out of the, other, of the Eskimo and then comes up behind the eyeless dudes and bites his head off. It's pretty yep. solid. Classic Shaco. But he's not done yet, is he, Conrad? Well, what's what I will say is that it's, really, it's pretty crazy how um, it says like sometime later, and the people on the boat are like looking for Shaco. But Shaco has grown from a tiny bear cub to like I'd say a mid-sized bear. Like he's yeah. human-sized now. So I'm just saying. <laughs> he's eaten a couple humans, survived a little bit. Yes. So three um, more guys from the boat like come across the, across the corpses of the guy Shaco just killed, and they're like, Jesus, that bear's hardcore. We gotta get out of here. They all <laughs> go back to the ice ship, the icebreaker ship in the middle of, like, a blizzard. Shaco gives chase. <laughs> he climbs aboard the ship, goes into, like, the underbelly, and starts eating people in, like, the boiler room. <laughs> Which is really great. He's just the bottom of the ship. Room. He's basically just die. Well, I guess not dieharding. He's under sieging his way through this ship. Because <laughs> because when you're when you're dieharding in a ship, you're under sieging, Fox. That's how movies work. All right. <laughs> if you're under sieging in a train, or if you're uh, if you're dieharding on a train, then you're under sieging to dark territory. <laughs> Anyhow, the people the people on the ship. <laughs> try to kill Shaco, they miss, and then apparently the stuff Shaco's done below deck causes the ship to sink. <laughs> he kills everyone aboard and destroys the ship, and then just kind of walks into the sunset. He will ever be known as Shaco the Killer Bear. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, this was uh, a good comic book uh, uh, about a bear. I wasn't a big fan of the McDonald's or Burger King sponsorships, but all in all, very, very good. What? <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was. Uh, you got to be serious because there's there's Judd Dredd stuff about McDonald's and Burger King stuff no, that we're going to get to eventually. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you at all, but it's going to be a oh, thing. Amazing. I'm excited. Okay, you're, you're going to love it. All right. All right. Well, this was amazing. I mean, that's all I gotta say, is, like, Shaco kept doing Shaco, and in the true sense of the animals can also be invincible and murder all the humans, too, narrative that we've got going on. Man, Shaco, Shaco is such, a ter- such an awesome high point of these early 2000 ADs that, like... <laughs> I just want him to... I keep adorn- going back to it, you know? Yeah, I just want him to adorn armor and uh, conquest against man. He's just a murderous bear, and I'm, I'm all for it, you know? There's, I just want to say, like, where we started this comic was his mother died, and he, with good fortune, like, got away after another guy killed whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he was hungry, tried to get some food, ended up falling, killed an orca, yep. killed a man, killed another man. Killed a couple people. Then, like, rested... Yeah, killed a couple people, then rested for a while, became slightly bigger, or, hey, maybe it was his superpower, as you have said before. He grows Certainly possible. Size. Yeah. Certainly possible. He's discovered his inherent superpower now. Then, by the end of this story, has sank a ship. Yep. Sole survivor. <laughs> this what is Shaco. What I want to know is, how is he known as Shaco, no one who called him that name survived to tell the tale? 
Uh, <laughs> it's on the winds and carried in the annals of all of the books that men have written. I'll buy it. <laughs> he is a death god. <laughs> There's a pantheon of death gods in these uh, in these early 2000 ADs. My God, he's uh, he is a force of nature. I just want to have, have I just want to have a shrine with uh, Shacko on one side and Bill Savage on the other and just <laughs> worship their dark harvest. You know what I mean? Hey, he's a uh, uh, Conrad. Hold on, he's a death allegory. He's uh, you know, there's lots of snow. He's, uh, he's a death allegory because he kills everybody. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's not analyze. There's no there's no subtext here. <laughs> it's text. He's <laughs> a death allegory because every two panels he's sunk his teeth or claws into something. Like there's sometimes there's like entendres or double entendres. This is just like this is just it. This is just shack. This is just a, a bear that bites people's faces off. They show you him biting their faces off. It's really consistent. <laughs> uh, man, this was uh this was so good. Yeah. Episode 10. Progs 32 to 36. September 1977. Drill 3. Shacko. It's the bloody conclusion to Shacko, Fox. It's so awesome. It's it great. Ends, it ends all of blood deaths. Yeah. So when we last saw Shacko, he was being dragged underwater by the wreckage of an American helicopter. He manages to free himself moderately easily and sort of swims to an ice floe um, where he um, hides from the Russians and the and Americans searching for him. Eventually, he comes across some hunters uh, stabbing baby seals to death. It's like super evil. They're like, we're definitely bad, the characters. Yeah, they just have a bunch of, like, it's three dudes with, like, daggers and they're, like, just stabbing these seals. Like, really going at it. <laughs> so... Shacko uh, starts popping out of ice holes and killing them and killing these uh, hunters, but then go disappearing back under the ice hole like Solid Snake style, essentially. <laughs> it's really great. In the end, he uh, he grabs a pistol from the hand of the oh, third God. hunter. That's and, right. And with his bare mouth, manages <laughs> to shoot the guy right in the face. Oh, and then just stands amongst the carnage. Oh, and that was after ripping around a baby seal. Yeah, well, after, you know, now now he's got to eat all these seals, of course. <laughs> but I, yeah, as he stands in the wreckage of this seal blubber, we know that the days are numbered for Shacko. Oh, he must die. It's true. Next up, Shacko rematches with the one tusk seal or one tusk walrus that he fought earlier and in doing so is spotted by the cia falmouth and dollar head out accompanied by another cia guy that's angling for falmouth's job named doby so they make their way and they find that shackers managed to kill the walrus falmouth has doby hide inside the walrus carcass with a rifle and wait for shacko to return this just doesn't seem like a good idea i thought they smelled bad on the outside <laughs> when Falmouth act when sorry when Shacko actually does return to the, to the walrus uh, carcass, Doby pops up to try to shoot him, but his gun is iced over and he gets eaten by Shacko instead. Oh no! It's all part of part of Falmouth's plan to eliminate his rivals and take down Shacko. So yeah, Falmouth's kind of evil. Yeah, yeah, he's not I a guess. good guy. 
I guess Dobby was kind of a jerk, but regardless, like, he's definitely not a great dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, his nickname is Foulmouth. He's not a hero. He's trying to kill Shaco. <laughs> Shaco killed a lot of people. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> his problem. That is actually mostly his problem. <laughs> I guess just don't create a super disease. Anyway. That's what I'm trying to say. So, uh, Thalmuth and another... So, <clears throat> right now we've sort of got Thalmuth and Buck Dollar and then a couple, like, Eskimo trackers, essentially. So, in the next prog, Thalmuth and one of the other trackers follow Shaco into a blizzard as Buck Dollar sort of stays behind to sit out the storm. Because smarter... Yeah, Falmouth and Tracker actually find Shaco, but inside this cave where they're huddling away from the storm, and Shaco just kind of grabs their guns somehow, and then just sits in front of the cave, being like, hey, I'm going to eat these guys, but there's no reason to kill them and have them be cold when I eat them. I'll just keep them warm, you know? <laughs> um, and then Falmouth goes nuts. Well, yeah, Falmouth goes crazy. He doesn't want to get eaten by Shaco. He's confronted by his own mortality. <laughs> So first he sends his first he sends the red shirt out to uh, get the gun and try to escape past Shaco. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> no, he just gets eaten. So instead, Falmouth pulls a giant icicle off the wall of the cavern and stabs Shaco in the butt and tries to reach for is a hunting rifle. But oh, that was just that's a bad plan. And oh. Falmouth gets eaten alive by Shaco. That's the end of Falmouth. Yeah, Buck Dollar's the last man standing, and it's up to him to kill the beast. Can he do it? So we end up with Shaco, with the big showdown between Buck Dollar and Shaco. Uh, Buck Dollar decides to put on native Eskimo guard and use like garb and use like a bone harpoon to kill Shaco. He catches up with the bear and throws the harpoon right at Shaco's heart, but it's not enough. Shaco is still alive. He savages Buck Dollar and runs away. At, as uh, Dollar lays dying, a uh, CIA support team shows up. <laughs> this is so great. And it's like, hey man, like how's it going? And he's like, I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> I tried to kill him the native way. That didn't work. Let's set a trap for him. Give me that rocket launcher. <laughs> yep. Shaco comes back to finish the job on Buck Dollar and Gall Dern, if Buck Dollar doesn't just shoot a bazooka right in Chaco's chest. <laughs> it doesn't actually, it, it just barely kills Chaco, who then stumbles forward and lands on top of Buck Dollar. And Buck Dollar dies crushed to death by Chaco. <laughs> but in the, end, in the end, Chaco died well. Uh, I'm impressed that this bear did not explode. It just, it's like a solid shot bazooka. I don't understand. It doesn't even vaguely explode. He shoots Shaco at point-blank range. Like <laughs> He's uh, hes basically invincible, so conceding to death, um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to settle for the impact, I guess. Yeah, I was, you know, I guess it also preserves the capsule or whatever, which is good, but man... <laughs> That's that's such a like I they really wanted to explode it but they couldn't reconcile it with that fact. I guarantee that's why he doesn't explode. <laughs> Something. <laughs> and would he not have passed that capsule by now or at least like exploded from the stomach? I think they've talked a little bit that he's got like bare heartburn cuz it's lose lodged in his stomach like it couldn't move past. 
bear his stomach hurt or something. Yeah. yeah. I think you could, I'd imagine a bear experiences indigestion different from a human. That's my like solemn dream in terms of, of uh, bio, uh, biological stuff as it relates to giant bears. <laughs> this is uh this is a very scientific podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> we take our facts seriously. Hey man, we're in space spinning around, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring some logic to this mess. Absolutely. And that was Shacko! Oh, man. So, a, a few quick things, Fox. Uh, so, Shacko doesn't really come back much in 2000 AD, unfortunately. He only really appears in stories that are designed almost as, like, spoofs or send-ups of early 2000 AD. Like, uh, in Armored Gideon, for instance, or in uh, this Judge Anderson story that's called uh, Weird, I guess. Um, unlike Invasion, I've included in this one the Shacko story from the 2080 annual here because Shacko's origin story is so great. Uh, it's mighty as hell. Yeah. Anyhow, Fox, okay. What were your top three Shacko moments? Uh, so first and foremost, what comes to my mind is like, so from the origin story, mm-hmm. uh, under <laughs> sieging. His uh, a boat, which, um, by the way, after murdering all the people, I, he blows it up. Yeah, it explodes like it sinks to the bottom of the goddamn ocean. I appreciate um, your your use of my uh, of my term of under sieging, which is when you do die hard. When you die hard your way through something, but you're on a boat. <laughs> well, and then and then you made the joke about. Uh, uh, if it's on a train, it's under siege too. As we'll see in uh, Space Fitter 2000 episode 60, where I oh. make that joke. <laughs> Anyhow, all right. What? Okay, I'd say so. So, what else you got? Uh, what are your other top? What are your other two uh, top moments for Shaco? Uh, uh, so, <laughs> this one's rough. The fact that I can once again say the words uh, "Eskimo magic" in heavy quotation marks. <laughs> Like, Buck Dollar is such a weird character because he's really just, like, a backdrop Mm -hmm. up until a certain point. But I I love that he stares down a bear. And then that brings me to my third point, which is Buck Dollar, Mono Abero, harpoon in hand that just totally fails, and then a bazooka that he's given from his Eskimo friend. Yeah, that's a good, good, uh, what should call it, evolution of weaponry. All right, spear didn't work? All right, bring that bazooka out. That's the key. (laughs) <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Like this, it was so short-lived, but in its brevity is true, masterful form. Indeed. <laughs> so how about yourself, Connor? Oh, man, okay. So thrilling and I, I guess, so one is kind of a low-key one where um, Shacko's hiding in the schoolhouse and Unk hides him under an American flag, which is, like, hella symbolic, I guess. <laughs> and also also kind of points out just how Shacko changes sizes, like, incredibly. How he sort of goes from, like, being able to fit in, like, a small closet in an Alaskan schoolhouse to being, like, man, like, 15 feet tall or something like that. Like, he gets big. <laughs> Superpowers are for real, and this bear... Uh, <laughs> yeah, grows and shrinks and sides. Uh, Absolutely. What is it? Uh, uh, a muck chuck. 
What, what was that super friend? The one who was a Native American. Oh, I don't know. A Nukchuk. I think so. It's an Indian that can grow super tall. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> uh, my next one is another um, under-sieging section for Shaco, where he goes in that Russian whaling ship and kills everybody aboard, basically. <laughs> and, like, sinks the ship, essentially. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Like, Isn't that the one where the Russian dude brings him out of the cage? To, to fight, fight him, him barehanded, yeah. And then he like bumps into a guy, and the guy falls into a big rendering vat full of whale blubber and stuff. <laughs> and then I, for my last one, it's uh, also from the prequel story in the annual, and it's just how a baby like cub shacko manages to kill a killer whale, which is... <laughs> ridiculous and impossible and i love it impressive. <laughs> definitely impressive. definitely so impressive I gotta, I gotta ask you the real real deal question here uh-huh um has there been a villain quite like falmouth man i feel like there like there is just because or like here's what's good about falmouth as a villain right he's right Right? Like, his actions are justified. Shacko is a killer bear. It's got a, got a gut full of, 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 of melty virus or something. Yeah. It must be, he must be stopped. Like, the fate of the world depends on it. Literally, like, the Russians are trying to capture him to steal that same capsule and stuff, you know? Pose a serious threat. Yeah. I mean, all of this is the CIA's and, fault if we're being honest. And then, and then, and then, as the story progresses, like, man, sh- you're right to swear revenge to Shacko after he eats your arm off. You need that arm. You need an arm, dude. Anybody who removes my arm, we're gonna be enemies for the rest of our lives. That's, That's my fair. promise to you. Whatever it is, whatever it, how, however it happens, like, if I'm one-armed Conrad, then I am out for revenge. So, Falmouth is always is justified completely in his actions. He's just a jerk, all, and he, he underestimates Shacko at every turn, which is bad, even when he underestimates him because he's like, oh, I'll escape by just stabbing him in the butt with this giant icicle or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, Falmouth is more there just to kind of provide some, um, just provide some structure for why the guys are after him and stuff. You know, like he's he's fun, but he is kind. Of, I find him to be kind of incidental to Shaco himself, where it's just like, you know, what's in the virus inside him is just like a straight up MacGuffin. It never really comes into the plot. Like, it's just this chase story, and oh man, it's just so good. <laughs> well, I suppose then the real villain was Unk. I mean, the real villain is like, you know, Shacko's both the hero and the villain. It's like Death Wish. It's like those Death Wish movies, you know? <laughs> you gotta think about it. You gotta, you gotta use oh, your noggin a little bit. Wish. Yeah. So, okay, Fox, do you have any final thoughts for Shacko here? Uh, I am afraid of bears, but damn, Shacko is mighty. Hey, mightiness is not does not preclude your fear of him. If anything, it it encourages it. <laughs> I just want to say that that like a lot of early thrills, like Shacko's kind of this forgotten story. And honestly, like it's it's sad because I I've you know in the progs I've read going for, like way in the future, it does kind of just come up as like this punchline, like you know, oh remember that story about the polar bear? Like what was up with that? You know, like. <laughs> not respecting Shacko at all. But man, I think 
it's just a story it's a lot of fun it's worth a look and it really just it goes straight into our um, acknowledged space spinner 2000 agenda of rooting against humans whenever possible <laughs> yeah dude i i mean it's definitely for me it marked a kind of a cornerstone of quality and murder you know for sure yeah and you know and, and it's like the it's the first replacement thrill is just sort of 2000 AD, like getting out of the launch thrills, doing new stuff, experimenting. Because man, there's nothing more experimental than having your main character just be just a straight up polar bear. It's not even like a talking polar bear or anything like that. It's just like this is just a bear. bear. It's like angry, and that's its power, and that's fine. <laughs> it's angry and hungry, and now it's got the taste for human blood. Yeah, it's got a taste for human blood, and it's out for revenge. Whatever. I've been motivated by less. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow uh that's our episode i hope you enjoyed it and our coverage of this great the only bear based 2080 thrill <laughs> you can find 2000 uh, space spinner 2000 on itunes stitch or the google play store or on our podcast site at cradaline.com you can contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. On Twitter, we're at spacespinner2k. For everything else, look up spacespinner2000. We should be there. Also, check out our thread on the uh, 2080.com forums. We're, we're having a good time. Yeah, those guys are awesome. You're awesome. Yeah. If you listen to the show, why don't you come on down? Give us a chat. Absolutely. Just type in, in you ding dong. Oh, man. So, we're coming back for more early 2080 action with one of Fox's absolute faves, Dan Dare, The Lost Worlds. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's all the fun. Yes. Yeah, man. It's all the fun. None of the Mekon as we get aboard the space fort and explore some planets and then maybe destroy them if they give us lip. Uh. <laughs> Until then, I'm Conrad, he's Fox, and this has been the Space Spinner 2000 Collection for Shaco. Splendig for Thrig! The thing of beauty. And that's the show. <laughs> <laughs>